Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Good morning, everyone. Uh, this morning we will hear from Ivanka Trump, who will be our last witness on our case on direct um, in our case against uh, Donald Trump, her brothers and the Trump organization. Ivanka Trump secured negotiated loans um, to obtain favorable terms based on fraudulent statements of financial condition. Um, and she will attempt today to distance herself from the company. But unfortunately, the facts will reveal that in fact that she was very much involved. We uncovered the scheme um, and she benefited from it personally. Um, and um, Ms. Uh, Trump will do all that she can to try uh, to separate herself from this corporation, but she's inextricably tied to the Trump organization um, and to these properties uh, that she helped secure financing for. Um, so you cannot hide from the truth and the facts will belie um, the truth and, and the evidence. And so we look forward to her testimony. Thank you. That was New York Attorney General Letitia James talking about what she expects to see during the testimony of Ivanka Trump when Ivanka Trump testifies on Wednesday as we are now in week six of the New York Attorney General civil fraud trial. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. We've provided continuing coverage of everything that's been going on in this trial in New York. The judge presiding over the matter is Judge Goran. This is Ivanka Trump entering the courtroom earlier today and she has started testifying from all court observers in the courtroom and i want to give a hat tip to adam klasfeld lisa rubin uh, and others who are in the courtroom they've uh, described that ivanka is significantly as of now more poised better prepared than her brothers and her father all of which and all of who uh, did disastrously on the stand. They all tried to distance themselves from uh, their roles as the leaders of the Trump organization. And even though they were the ones ultimately responsible for the statement of financial conditions, they all tried to act like they had nothing to do with it and either throw their accountants under the bus or throw people like Jeff McConney, their uh, former controller or Alan Weisselberg, the now convicted felon, former chief financial officer who's not a CPA of the Trump organization under the bus. Let's talk about uh, Ivanka's testimony thus far. Um, Ivanka talked about how she spent an enormous amount of time on two projects in particular, uh, the uh, Doral property, as well as the old post office loan. One thing I should mention from the outset about Ivanka, just to be clear, Ivanka is not a defendant in this matter. Ivanka is a non-party witness. She tried to avoid having her testimony 
taken. Um, you probably remember some of the videos I did about that. Um, she was claiming that during this week she was uh, very busy. She said that she had uh, it was a school week for her children and that as a result, the entire trial should stop and be stayed pending her appeal about she tried to claim there was no jurisdiction over her to have to testify. And in civil cases, unlike criminal cases, uh, if you are, if there's no jurisdiction over you in a specific uh, state, it's a little bit harder to compel you to show up at a trial. Um, unlike a criminal case where there's kind of a two-step process of getting a, a subpoena issued from your state and then going outside the state to the court where the witnesses and then getting them compelled uh, to testify outside of the state that actually has jurisdiction over it. So Ivanka's uh, efforts to try to stay were rejected. Um, she was dismissed from the case by the appellate division purely on statute of limitations grounds. Um, and that's why she's not a defendant in the case anymore, but she's a non-party witness and has to uh, testify. Being on top of your mental health game is so important. And as you know, we here at the Midas Touch Network are working around the clock. And it's easy to fall into bad habits or routines because, well, life gets in the way, especially with your diet. Frankly, I think most people can relate. Everyday life does get in the way, making it challenging to find a healthy snack without all the sugar and junk. Now, if you're busy and constantly on the go like me, you need to try MOSH. It's a protein bar made for your brain. With six delicious flavors, each MOSH bar includes 12 grams of protein and is made with ingredients that support brain health like ashwagandha, lion's mane, collagen, and omega-3s. At 160 calories and only one gram of sugar, MOSH protein bars are the guilt-free snack your brain and body will crave. Your brain is your number one tool, which is why MOSH protein bars were mindfully formulated by some of the top neuroscientists and functional nutritionists. MOSH now has a new line of plant-powered protein bars in three delicious flavors for those who want all of the protein and brain support of the original bar, now made with plant-based ingredients. I have a mosh bar literally every day to kick off my morning and it has totally improved my performance. I love the taste, especially of the peanut butter mosh bar, delicious. Not to mention the packaging, it makes it super easy to take them with me if I ever find myself hungry between meetings. Don't settle for a mediocre snack when you can nourish your body and mind with the fuel it needs to succeed. So whether you're at the gym, on the go, or living your best life, Mosh Protein Bars will keep your brain fit-fueled and feeling good. Head to moshlife.com Midas to save 20% off plus free shipping on your first six-count trial pack. That's 20% off plus free shipping on your first six-count trial pack, which includes all six mouth-watering flavors. M-O-S-H-L-I-F-E dot com slash Midas. Um, so Ivanka stated, as I mentioned, that she spent an enormous amount of time on two projects in particular, um, the Doral property as well as the old post office and the loan related to the old post office. The old post office was in Washington, D.C., and that was the situs of a lot of kind of foreign influence and emolument uh, type, in my opinion, violations of uh, lots of people going there in Washington, D.C. when Trump was uh, in office. 
So then Ivanka was given some financial documents. She was talking about the uh, financing for the Doral property. Ivanka says in her testimony that her goal with Doral was to, quote, reposition it as a luxury property. And so as you see already, you know, she's been just a little bit more forthcoming about her role in the organization. Um, and then the New York Attorney General lawyer starts going through documents with Ivanka, um, showing Ivanka documents from potential lenders. There's an email from 2011 from someone by the name of Andy Beal, and Ivanka promises that her father's going to send Andy Beal uh, the most recent financial statements via hard mail. Um, she doesn't recall whether Beal requested the documents or not. And this was uh, someone from something called Beal Bank. And so one of the things here is like, okay, why are you going to Beal Bank? And kind of shows that Donald Trump's trying to find unconventional lending strategies. While Ivanka's being asked these questions, Donald Trump's lawyers like Christopher Keiss were uh, objecting to a lot of the questions uh, that were being asked. Um, so more documents are then shown to Ivanka. She was shown a November 2011 email um, from, uh, from Ivanka to Richard Byrne of Deutsche Bank about obtaining financing for Doral. Um, Ivanka said that it was a conversation she had at a high level, but uh, it didn't go anywhere. Um, and then we're talking about how uh, at a later date, she was involved in the uh, diligence process and um, and her role in the due diligence for the uh, Dural property. But you already see here with Ivanka so far that she's been uh, more cooperative, answering the questions better prepared than any of her family members. Um, you know, and one of the things to note as well, and this is what is very interesting, is that Ivanka referenced. Uh, her 2022 investigative interview with the New York Attorney General's office um, multiple times now. And so Ivanka wasn't deposed in this action. So there's no deposition footage of her that I can play for you. But she did sit down in a meeting with the New York Attorney General lawyers. And so what's really fascinating about this is like, did they prep her? How is she show? How is she so prepped? Um, and you know, one one of the things that came that George Conway wrote is, Ivanka allowed herself to be prepped by the AG's office. If so, wow. And what we'll see. I'm not sure what she was saying there was that she allowed herself to be prepped by the AG's office, but. When she sat there, she in 2022, she didn't have a deposition taken because she was being cooperative with the New York Attorney General's office and providing a lot of information. And I think that's one of the reasons why also they didn't fight harder to really do everything to keep her in the case where maybe they maybe they could have. Um, so we'll keep you posted as we learn more. But that's what we have for now, Ivanka Entering. I'm Ben Micellas from the Midas Touch Network. Hit subscribe. We're on our way to 2 million subscribers. Thanks to your support and have a great day. Hey, Midas Mighty. Love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at Midas Touch, to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.